Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Winchester Radio. Uh, uh, this is our last podcast of Season 11. We had the season finale uh, just the other night, um, titled Alpha and Omega, and it was written by Andrew Dobb and directed by Phil Spagrisha. Um Andrew Dobb, who will be showrunning next season, along with Robert Singer. Um, hmm... This was a season finale. Frankly, <laughs> uh, yikes! Uh, here I go again, starting out a podcast with not so not so um, positive things, and I don't like to start a podcast that way, especially a season finale podcast. <laughs> but uh, I promise, even if we start a little bit so-so, we are we are we are headed towards the exciting part of the podcast. <laughs> just talking about season 12 <laughs> because the, the season finale actually actually had a pretty good ending um, kind of like last week's episode it kind of picked up a little bit at the end um, again I thought this episode was I wrote in my notes before I even started watching it again I said it's too it was too quiet for a season finale and it was too talky and it was almost a little too Dr. Phil again <laughs> with uh, Chuck and Amara. Um, And I'm really trying to decide if it was a nice change from the season finale being, you know, full of action and a cliffhanger and craziness. No. No. Okay, that's a no. That's that's a no. From the great state of Kentucky, that's a no. Well, I I I, I was going to say that actually several of my shows finished their season this year like that, which I thought was strange because usually all of the others would have same the NCIS shows and Hawaii Five O and all of them they're actiony shows they end on a cliffhanger last season's well season before NCIS they they shot Gitz played by Mark Harmon which is their main character that's a big end to a show this year totally different so I was I was trying to decide. And I was I was saying to Becky before we started that I have a friend on LJ who thought this episode more than made up for last week's episode, which they hated, and she actually liked that instead of um, being being blowing up or whatever, um, that it was talked out and figured out and resolved that way. And I have to say even if I end up completely disagreeing with her, I'm kind of glad that the, the, like, like a finale cliffhanger wasn't given away in the trailer because I honestly thought when we see Dean in the preview and all the light coming up and him looking up, I'm like, you know, you know, you are the bomb. And I thought, great, they're going to end with Dean exploding. And then next season's starting out, well, did Dean really explode or what are we going to do with him? You know, so I'm actually glad it didn't end up that way, but I do think it could have been more exciting because, frankly, it was a it was a whole lot of sitting around, um, some driving here and there, and there was a bunch of drinking, sometimes whiskey, sometimes beer, sometimes tea. <laughs> Rowena had tea. Um, yeah, it was so boring. 
It was so yeah. boring. I'm just going to say it. I know. It. It was so I was going to say you just couldn't wait anymore, right? It was boring. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was. It was slow. Not not much happened. I mean, I mean, the the world is ending. God's dying. The sun is fading, and everybody goes to sit around the bunker. I I was telling Becky before we started the podcast that I felt like Sam. You know, I I was like was like. What are we doing? Why aren't we doing something? Where is Plan B? Why are you guys just sitting around? <laughs> I felt like, bam! Why aren't you doing anything? For such huge things to be happening, like you said, God is dying. The Earth is, you know, the Sun is dying. You know, for those are ginormous, huge things. You can't get much bigger than that. And for it to have. For it to be such big things, it was nothing was happening. It was the least exciting finale I've mm. ever seen. And I love this show. I love this season. This season has mm. been so good. And then these last two episodes for the season, just like, oh, you're killing me. You're I can't know why. Why <laughs> end it this way? Why? It's like Amara has been this such a big huge thing all year long you know everybody's afraid of Amara she's God's sister this is you know this huge huge threat in the world and they solve it by letting her talk to her brother I'm like are you kidding me I I mean come on you know she has no (laughs) you know I I I think it was what they I can appreciate what they were going for but if so, if that's all it took, then this whole season was God's fault. He should have just went and talked to her at the beginning of the season when she first came out. And yeah. then we wouldn't have had, I mean, because <laughs> all she, it, 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 it was just, and it, <laughs> it, it, it mm-hmm. ah, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Um I wrote down because, you know, of course we got um, um, uh, Carry On on, My Wayward Son by Kansas, you know, playing over the road so far, Uh, tradition, a classic. I'm still not tired of it. Um, And as I'm watching the scenes during the road so far, they came. It reminded me. I'm like, wow, this season kicked ass. And you know what kicked ass about this season? All those episodes where we didn't even see Amara, right? Hair on her head. We didn't see not in any age of any size. So actually, towards the beginning when she was younger, they, yeah, there was a couple episodes where you know she's supernatural does kid, scary kids really well, and she was a scary kid. But when she finally got to be an adult and had some weird, and then never, and that was another thing. She had this thing for Dean all along. And you're never quite sure why or what it was. But okay, it was the mark of Cain. But they kind of let that go. And then you thought, well, maybe it's some kind of sexual attraction. Nope. She just wanted a brother replacement. Because Steve seems like no a sense. good, good no brother. Sense. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. So, but yeah, that's the the. The road so far just reminded me that everything about the season that I love, 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 and I mentioned it last week too, had to do with all the episodes with um, um, the boys hunting. 
you know, and actually the new some of the new characters they met. You know, we had some great new characters this season. I'm I'm we're getting some new writers next season, and I really hope that somebody in there like latches on to what Robbie Thompson was on to in this season because his episodes this season were incredible, and I I hope somebody kind of takes over that that part, you know, in a good way. <laughs> All of the good good parts of Robbie, you know. And the last episode was written by Robert Barons, who who is a very good writer. And I went back and looked at the list of Andrew Dobb episodes today too, and I'm like, he wrote Red Meat. One of the most fantastic episodes of this season, if not ever. <laughs> what happened? Andrew? Between Red Meat and Alpha and Omega. What happened? I mean, these episodes sometimes are hit and miss for me, but that was a great episode, a great season. Is it like, is it just that your name's on it and somebody else wrote? Or parts of it, or took a pass on it, or is it just the end of the season? I don't know. It was disturbing. Yep. And yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then Rowena and Crowley, the King of Hell, Rowena, the grandest witch ever. And they're all just kinda of happily sitting around the bunker making tea, drinking whiskey and talking about things. Um Crowley did have a great, great line though, and I'm like Crowley is 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 me, and it's when Chuck and Rowena are talking about things, and and um, Rowena mentions that when Crowley was a little kid, he liked to run around naked, and she describes everything, and they, and he and she and Chuck <laughs> go kids, and Crowley's drinking, and he says, "I'm so glad the world is ending." I'm like, yeah. if that's what we're left with, so am I. <laughs> I mean, nothing's worse, you know, than a kid's nightmare than, you know, your parents, you know, telling stories about the goofy things you did when you were tiny. But um, that was really funny. I did like that line. Um, Okay. I wonder where Lucifer went. He's gone. Amara tossed him somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, you know, is it going to come back someday? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it was a big part of this season. Um, but I'll tell you Mar- and I have I'll no doubt that. Mar- okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, I was going to say, I have no doubt that Mara could pull Lucifer out of Cass. You know, she is God's sister, and but what did she do with him? She hated him. She was angry. You know, what have been awesome this mm-hmm. like. She did something awful to him, you know, or back to, or she even said, back to the cage with you, and off he went. No, we have no clue. He's just out, and Goofy Cass is back. Um, so, anyway, what were you going to say? Uh, there were two things I liked about the episode. That's mm-hmm. it, two things. <laughs> um, yeah. but okay. What, uh, <laughs> one of them was when Sam and Dean announced they were going to Waverly Hills Sanatorium. I'm like... Yes, they're going to Kentucky. I was so excited about that because it's in Louisville, Kentucky. And, you know, we've never have had 
an episode, you know, they go to all, they travel all over the country, but they've never, the only other time they've been to Kentucky was when they were looking for Anna's grace and um, it grew that tree. And, you know, they were there for mm-hmm. two whole seconds, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, I was like, yes, they're going to Kentucky. And I was, and they did a fairly good job of matching up the Riverview Mental Hospital to the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. It did kind of look like it. Um, if you, For those listening, if you don't know about Waverly Hills, it's supposed to be one of the most haunted places on earth. Um, it was a hospital for um, tuberculosis patients in the early 1900s and like hundreds of thousands of people died. And there was even like a, they call it a death shoot that they had to make where they would, you know, the bodies, because there were so many, mm-hmm. they would just run them down a chute. And now you Ooh. can tour it. Um, you can, they have tours right. now, the sanatorium. Mm-hmm. My cousin went on it and she, um, her, she was actually, you know, touched by something. Something pulled on her shirt on the tour. Oh, wow. Um, ghost, hunt, ghost hunters, you know, taps. They've been there a few mm-hmm. times. It's a really, really cool place. So I was really excited to see Sam and Dean there. And mm. then their whole, everything there felt, that was like, yep, this is supernatural. Sam and Dean mm-hmm. in a haunted hospital, hunting mm-hmm. ghosts. This is the show. Yep. EMF meter, uh, salt and, rounds, shotgun. Yeah. It was it was yeah. just wonderful, and I I love it. It was just the two of them. It was just great. In fact, Waverly Hills really deserved an episode by itself. You know, it's it's yeah. such a big it's, complicated sure. thing. They should have made an episode about it. But they can always for go back sure. again. Yeah, I guess. Oh, and uh, speaking of Waverly yeah, Hills, they only got the. They only got the ghosts that were in that room. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that whole thing with the with the gathering of the ghosts and the spirits, the souls, tinfoil to you that they were storing the souls in that Rowena gave them. That crystal or whatever. It looked like it looked like tinfoil to me. I'm I'm sorry. Usually the you know, the visual effects and the and the set crew, you know, Jerry Wanick, they're they're spectacular, but I'm like, tinfoil? Maybe it was just me. <laughs> I guess it was in crystal or something. Okay. It To me, it looked like, um, you know, those crystals that you can buy that have lights in them, purple and pink mm-hmm. and lights, you know, that flash. Mm-hmm. To me, it looked like that. Oh, well, that's, that's better than tinfoil. That's for sure. <laughs> and and I'm sorry about that. So I'll follow it follow it up with a with a huge compliment to Jerry Wanig um, for the garden set that Amara was in because that was that was soundstage that was not outside. They built that and it looked beautiful and it looked like an outside garden. So that's that's okay, the and, stuff I'm used to. <laughs> and then did it, you hate that? Okay, it was it was my tinfoil rock. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> And, and again, Jerry, you know, I agree. Jerry Wanick and the whole production team—they are fantastic. The things they can make—that I mean, I'm I'm amazed every week. But to me, it looks so indoors. It's like this is, of course, it's inside. You know, there, there, to me, there was like there, there was no doubt in my mind it was inside. I mean, it's oh, like, that's funny. It, it was your tinfoil yeah, rock. Yeah, it was so. It was my tinfoil rock. It, it was just to me so fake looking. Oh gosh, I don't know. I, so you know what? Sometimes, and you know, it's entirely possible everybody's tired. In fact, I know they're all tired. 
um, for me, it's like that's like a case for doing something similar to what The Walking Dead does. You know, it's like twelve episodes, take a break, come back, film more, show twelve more, all in the same year. I, it like kind of gives everybody a chance to, you know, mm-hmm. recharge right. and all that. But you know, the CW is too much. Is one of the networks, the big, the usual um, primetime regular networks like NBC or whatever. So they, you know, they do so many episodes and they just run through them through the year. So they don't really do stuff like that. Anyway. Um, the, the other thing that I liked, and I swear, if the episode was just the last two minutes, it would have been a fantastic finale for me. I'm like, oh, this is the best mm-hmm. one ever. I love it. If it had just been the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the last two minutes were so good. And the Mary thing, I did mm-hmm. not expect at nope. all. And, oh, I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it so much. I cannot tell you how much I love it. And mm. I'm so excited to see what it brings next year. And all I kept thinking about was how you and I were talking on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about how we're saying, you know, what are they going to do next year? You know, they've got God and God's sister this year. What are they going to do next year? And we were, and mm-hmm. we were saying they need to get back to personal stories, you know, like the right. year, you know, when Sam, Dean's going to hell, um, Sam's mm-hmm. addicted to blood, you know, they need to go back to the personal mm-hmm. stories. And I felt, I felt like that's what they they're going to do, you know, with bringing Mary back at the end. That's what it felt like to me. It's like, yes, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. They're doing it does. Story. And I, I, and I, I hope, I hope that's the direction it goes and, and she doesn't turn out to be another uh, grandfather Campbell, you know, where brought him back. This is awesome. He's part of the family. He does nothing, you know, kind of goes bad and disappears, you know. So I, I don't want that to happen. This is this is their mother. This is Mary Winchester, and I swear to God, if they screw her up. <laughs> right. She She's like our, you know, she's our Holy Mary. I mean, you know, that she is. <laughs> true. Right. Not to be, you know, not trying to be sacrilegious or anything, but in fandom, mm-hmm. she's our Mother Mary. And, yes. you know, she... You know, you you best do right by her. You know, that's all I can say. They best do yes. right by her. And, and follows. Uh, go ahead. Follows from that. If they're going to do, if they have Mary, they had better do Mary and Sam right because, and I know Mary, Mary and Dean have a particular relationship because he remembers her when he was little, and they're it's very special. I love what is and what should never be when he. And Dean gets to see Mary again, you know, however briefly, you know, and then the younger Mary in the past. But Sam doesn't know her. And, he, I mean, he's seen, he's met a younger her briefly, time traveling and all that. But this this is their mother. Really need to do it right with Sam and Mary. There's so much about this I just love. Mary, Mary's a hunter. We didn't know that when we first met Mary. She was just Sam and Dean's mother. But since then, we found out she was a hunter. You think Sam and Dean get their hunter skills from dad? Well, they got education from dad, but they got those skills from their mother, you know? And and there's such a great aspect. I want to see Mary hunting with them, you know? She's going to be around a while. We don't know what she's even going to be like. Oh, she was just that brought would back. be awesome. 
I would love to see yeah, her, I have, her hunting with them. And being, you know, them trying to be productive because that's their mother. And Mount Mary's like, you know, you know, boy, I was hunting before you were born, you know. I have so many questions. Was she, was she pulled out before she was, you know, is she like, did she pull, was she pulled out of time? Is this Mary before she was ever burned on the ceiling? You know, is, mm. is this Mary? She's wearing her nightgown. Heaven? Yeah. Is this, you know, but then the main thing is there's no blood on her stomach. No blood on the abdomen area. And so that that was the first thing I noticed, which made me think maybe it's before she was on the ceiling. Uh, You know, is it just Mary pulled from heaven, which I hope not, because I would hope that in heaven Mary got different clothes. She doesn't have to wear that nightgown (laughs) forever in heaven. (laughs) Yes. So, you know. Where is this Mary from, you know? And she says, help me. She says, help me. And and that was another thing I, I loved about that scene because there's Dean. He doesn't know where he is. He's lost in the woods. It's at night. It's at night. It's not during the day. The last time he saw Chuck and Amara, it was daytime. The sun was coming back. So it's at night. Who knows how long he's been wandering in the woods. He's got no cell service, no weapons, no nothing, no car. He's not a clue. He can't reach Sam. But the minute he hears somebody say, help me, he goes running because that's what he does. That's what they do. That's what Sam and Dean do. You know, somebody's in trouble, they go help them. And imagine his surprise when he finds mom, <laughs> you know. Right. And mom. And, and when, when Amara said that she's going to give him what he wants, and it made sense, you know, when we saw it mm-hmm. in the last episode when she picked up that picture of Dean and mm. Mary, you know, it 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 made right. sense. But yeah, I have so many questions about it, and I, I'm just right. It, and it's, it's it's the one thing that made me excited the whole episode. That's the only thing that excited me about the whole episode. And somebody was upset that, like, you know, Sam or Dean or Dean, they had pulled her out of heaven, and I'm like. They didn't pull her out of heaven. Somebody else did, you know, Mara did. And that's if she even, if she's even, like you said, is she the, is she the Mary, you know? Right, right. That um, is from heaven. And even, um, and she says, Mara says, I'm going to give you something that you want. And they said, well, why would they want her ripped from heaven? It's like, they don't. They just want their mom. You know, they don't mm-hmm. stop thinking mm-hmm. about where she is. And it is a desire of, of Dean. You know, he misses her. She was taken away. He remembers her. Sam misses the idea of a mother, but he didn't know her, so he can't exactly miss her. And it doesn't quite it's count like, meeting her as younger Mary. Hmm? It's like the Buffy episode after... Um, Xander and Willow and Tara after they resurrected Buffy and they found out mm-hmm. that she had been in heaven, that she was ripped from heaven. You know, it's that right. conversation Will, um, Xander and Willow and Tara and Anya are having around the table. Xander says, well, all I know is Buffy's alive and uh, that makes me happy, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it, it's right. the same thing. Yeah, you know, they love her, and, you know, they're sad mm-hmm. that she was, that she's sad about being ripped from heaven, but they're happy to have her back. It reminds me of the same thing. Yes. And then Amara, 
she thought she was rewarding Dean. You know, she wasn't trying to be cruel right, to Mary. Right. She she knew this woman meant something to him. That that was his mother. She thought, I you brought my you brought me back to my brother. I listened to what you had to say, and this is this is your reward. I'm giving you back, mom. And so, you know, yeah. And there's there is there's so many possibilities. It does have me very excited, and and like you said, and like we just talked about, it's back to something really, really personal. Um, we do have someone in jeopardy, <laughs> possibly, um, and I don't know. The person in jeopardy just might be Tony. She's the, the new character, uh, Lady Antonia, um, the English woman of letters. And she's in the bunker, and I'm sorry, Billy the Reaper, she, and now Tony the is the one. last straw Tony's, in that bunker. It is time to burn that thing. What were you saying? Tony's, Tony makes sense, though. Tony being in the bunker makes sense over everybody well, else right, because, because she, is. She, she she had a key. You know, they showed they had, she had the box mm-hmm. that had a key in it. Um, so she had she had a key. Plus, she's a man of letters. So out of all the people that have invaded the bunker this year, she's the only one that made sense, in my opinion. At least she makes sense. But also, but but she's also like one more person who is out to harm them that got in the bunker. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but but yeah. I understand. You're right. She's the only one that actually makes sense being able to get in. And you know. But then and then Billy the Reaper's in there this time. Like, okay, that's enough with this place. You know. Again. Seriously. Getting, oh my God. And then to have everybody yeah, they, around. Even worse was everybody sitting around like drinking tea and whiskey and entertaining and 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 everything. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. That is not what this place is meant for. Ugh. Anyway, I I loved the scene with Tony and Sam because Sam Sam gets back to the bunker. Cass is with him, um, trying to be helpful. And I I actually say this in the nicest way possible. Cass's attempt to help Sam was pitiful. And I actually mean that in a good way, because what in that situation, nobody could have said anything to Sam that was going to help. For all, for all he knows, Dean is dead, really dead. He's he's gone. He's he blew up and took Amara and God with him, you know. So that's all he knows right now is his brother Dean is dead. There's nothing anybody could say in that situation. So, and he tells him the only thing that bothered me about it is that. They've driven all the way back to the bunker, and that's when Cass decides to say, I'm really sorry, and if you want to talk. <laughs> but maybe he keeps saying it. I, I don't know. Or maybe he was trying to make other conversation. Or who knows? Anyway, um, and he says it, and Sam's, like, barely listening to him. You know, he barely nods. He doesn't speak, of course, because he's he's probably – He's sad, he's grieving, he's angry, and he's probably plotting a way to somehow find out about me just to make sure because, you know, that's what they do. Um, Anyway, and then Tony's waiting for him, and then he says to her, um, I don't know who the hell you are, lady, and then um, what are you doing here? And then he says, both you and I know you're not gonna. You're not gonna shoot me. You're not gonna pull that trigger. And I thought, at first, I was like, Sam, you don't know her from like 
the next person, you know, who works down at the local grocery store, you know, you don't know if she's going to pull the trigger or not. She just told you she's a, she's the woman of letters. They're very serious about their job. Of course she could pull that trigger. And he's just, he just, that's the thing. He just doesn't care. He thinks Dean's dead. And if she shoots him, so what? You know, he's got nothing to lose, he thinks, at that point. And I thought that was a, a great performance and a really cool scene. Of course, we hear the gunshot, and she has kind of a funny look on her face. But we don't hear anything else. We don't see anything else. So well, wait, you're meant to think that say, Sam I... could be shot, but I don't believe it because, you know, he's Sam freaking Winchester. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. I think... They give a huge clue, in my opinion, that Sam, if he's shot, it's not a serious thing, like maybe in his mm-hmm. shoulder or his arm or something, because they specifically, if you listen, you can hear the bullet shell fall and hit the ground, but mm-hmm. you don't hear a you don't hear a body hit the ground. Right. You know they they go of course if you're, they go out of their mm-hmm. way to, to let you hear that shell that bullet shell hit the ground, mm-hmm. but you don't hear anything else. So to me, in my yeah. opinion, that's a huge clue that Sam's fine. Yeah. I You don't hear a body hit the ground. You don't hear Sam gasp or scream or make any kind of noise. Mm-mm. Of course, if she, she hit him with a headshot, he, there wouldn't have been no sound except, of course, the sound of his body hitting the ground. If they wanted to keep that a secret, they could have left that sound out and started there next season. But I, I, I think you're right. I mean, he's either on the move or he's shot and on the move because he'll keep right on target. I mean, this is the Sam Winchester who who got gut shot and bandaged himself up and then, you know, like drove to the forest and saved Dean, you know. So I'm sorry, her her little gun's not going to do anything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when have we ever heard the the gun shell, bullet shell, whatever? I'm not a gun person. I don't mm-hmm. know the names of these things. When have, when mm-hmm. have we ever heard that? Hit the ground. It's a shell so casing. Never, okay, there you go. We we never hear that, you know, on the show. And mm, right. on this one, mm-hmm. they specifically played it. So I think that was a huge yeah. clue. Yeah. And, and also the look on her about face was scene, a little odd. Didn't you think the look yeah, on her face yeah. was like, like, wait, wait, what? Wait, you know, like something something's happened that she didn't expect. So right, whether right. it was Sam ducking or running or getting out his gun or getting shot and just not even not even falling down but pulling his gun so we'll we'll find out. But he is in he is in jeopardy. He could be shot and maybe she will haul him off to England and when Dean and Mary get back to the bunker, they'll have to look for Sam and I would love that. Dean and Mary hunting for Sam. That would be so cool. Um I know a lot of people were upset with that scene saying, you know, here's somebody else blaming Sam for everything that happened. I that's I don't think that's what she was doing. I disagree. She was there. Yeah, she was there for Sam and Dean. She specifically yes, totally asked agree. where is mm-hmm. where is Dean. She was blaming Sam and Dean for all of those things mm-hmm. that she mentioned. Not just not just yep. Sam. Sam just happened to be the only one there. Dean wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I agree. That I in fact I I thought about that because I, I I watched it and I didn't think that way and then I saw. Of people complaining that oh they're blaming blaming all Sam again. So when I watched again, I specifically paid extra attention like how she how she words it, and she's absolutely there blaming both of them. You know, and the things that she says are both of their faults. You know, have 
have things to do with both of them. So, yes, I totally agree. She was there for both Sam and Dean. She just happened to see Sam first. Um, and yep, exactly. And she prepared for Cass because she did the angel sigil and tossed him who knows where. Yeah, so. he was on her board, her her mm-hmm. Winchester information board. You know, there was a little section towards the bottom of Castiel had had his, like, when he worked at the um, mm. little gas station, it had his little ID picture and stuff from there, which I thought yep. was neat. Yep, Jimmy Novak, and then they had um, his FBI badge <laughs> and that kind of stuff. I mean, I thought their information on Sam and Dean was kind of old, really. I mean, they yeah, knew about yeah. things that she mentioned a lot of it, but the inf- the actual paper information was very old. And don't don't the FBI doesn't the FBI think they're dead? Uh, I mean, she has yeah, their wanted posters uh, up, but that's old. But those those yeah, everything that she had up there was old. The old, the newest thing that I saw in there was um, from Slash Fiction when it was the Leviathan Sam and Dean made that video. Um, mm-hmm. She had a screen cap from that up there. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the one, pause it. I wanted to look at the family tree, <laughs> and and um, over by Henry Henry Winchester and Millie Winchester, and it says that you know uh, died in the initiation of the Men of Letters initiation massacre. They spelled massacre wrong. Oh. <laughs> uh. Those yeah. English people, I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that was another thing. Um, when Tony's talking to Sam about the her her uh, chapter of the Men of Letters. And she says, you know, mostly we stay out of the way, you know, watching things and recording things, she says. But, um, you know, you're out of control, hunters. Hunters doing more harm than good. I mean, because they really don't know Sam and Dean that well. Because, yes, you know, they've done some things. But they also save a lot of people and do a lot of good. So that kind of bugs me. But um, It reminded me, again, so many Buffy comparisons. It reminded me of the Watchers. Mm-hmm. You know, the way, you know, the British Watchers, which, you know, all, mm-hmm. Giles was part of them and everything, you know, that's what they did. They, you know, stayed up in their, you know, little offices and studied and sent the Slayers out to work. And they didn't think the mm-hmm. Slayers were, uh, you know, mm-hmm. up there. You know, they thought the Slayers were beneath them, even though I, I always love it when Buffy puts them in their in their place. Mm. Back in season five, I love that. But yeah, it was so much, very much like the Watchers. It's like who, mm. you know. I think the writers have been watching a lot of Buffy recently, and it's like <laughs> you need to get back to watching Supernatural. But go back and watch yes. early seasons of Supernatural. <laughs> put the Buffy DVDs down. <laughs> yes. Yes, put away Buffy. Yes, it's a great show, but put it away. <laughs> it's funny because I I talking about that, and she says to them, um, "The old men have had enough." And I'm like, "What old men? Who is she talking about?" And I wrote the Watcher Council. So again, <laughs> Buffy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> to- totally, and yeah, who who are those old men she's talking about? You know, they almost sound like they were like some kind of 
you know, ruling body. Like she answers to them. I guess maybe they're the they're the oldest men of letters in in her chapter or something. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, it sounds like you know she didn't want to go get you know she didn't want to come to America and get the Winchester mm-hmm. and turn the way she was talking. She was like, you know, don't aren't there other things we need to be doing? You know, I forget her exact words, mm-hmm. but she was basically, you know, there are other things going on that we need to be doing, and mm-hmm. but you know she, they sent her there, so she had to go. Right, and she has a son, a little boy. Which I did love when when she comes in the house. And she says mm-hmm. to whoever that lady is, I, I don't know if she's a nanny, a maid, I, I don't know. Uh, but she says to her, um, Well, she's well aware of what Tony does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. she says, uh, mm-hmm. Where's the boss? Or what's the boss doing? Or something mm-hmm. like that. She specifically says, The boss. And the lady says, He's taking a nap. And then we see later on, she gives her little boy a kiss cause he, when he's taking a nap. So I did love that because it's like Tony calls her little boy the boss. I thought that was really cute. It is really cute. And I actually thought she meant the boss. <laughs> like, the boss. Yeah, yeah, me too, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is cute. And, yeah. Um, I, I just, I thought, Jared did an outstanding job in this episode. I, as usual, I mean he's always terrific. But like I said, he was like he was like me in this episode. It's like why is everybody standing around? But he had just just a couple wonderful scenes, couple emotional scenes. Like like at the end when he sees Tony and she says, "Where's Dean?" and he and there's tears in his eyes and he says, "Dead," you know, and they're so sad because. That's all he knows right now. We know differently, of course, but I felt so bad for him. And then earlier when they visit Mary's grave and then everybody gets to say their farewell. And I thought that was a that was a great scene. That was a great brother scene, very typical and well done of them when um, Sam finally comes over and Dean, has, of course, has the keys to the Impala to give him. And Sam... Um, he says, come on now, Dean says, you know, no chick flick moments. And, and Sam's just standing there for shaking his head. And, again, there's tears in his eyes like, you know, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm going to lose you. You know, you said you'd never leave me. <laughs> and and um, and Sam says to Dean, and he tries to pull himself together for Dean. You know, he kind of says something funny. He says, um, you, love, you love chick flicks. And Dean says, you're right, I do. And then he just pulls him into that big hug, and I just loved it. And I love how, you know, six-foot-five Sam Winchester, you know, big-time hunter, could just, like, tuck his head, you know, into his big brother's shoulder and appear kind of, like, small and little brother. It was just great. It was a great scene. And I loved where they were, too, with the flower petals blowing down and everything. That was a, yeah, that was I, a lovely I, I, setting. I that. That, that was so pretty. But about, again, with the Buffy comparisons, when it was <laughs> Sam saying, okay. you know, saying, like, why, you know, we're not doing anything. We need to be doing something. You know, what what can we do? It reminded me, again, Buffy, when um, Glory's coming and they've all decided that, you know, if they can't, you know, they're not going to kill Dawn, so not, they're not going to, they can't defeat Glory. Mm-hmm. And so Anya's like, 
come on, let's do some thinking. Let's think out of the box, you know, and it's Anya that comes up with using the, um, you know, the troll hammer. And, you know, it's Anya that mm-hmm. comes up. And, and it's like the whole time I watch it, it's like, Sam is Anya. <laughs> Sam is Anya. <laughs> He's the one coming up with all these different ideas of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you. The writers have been watching Buffy. They've been into Buffy season five. <laughs> well, if there's, you know, anything to copy from, if they must, Buffy's a good thing. That's <laughs> a great true. inspiration. <laughs> oh. I'm excited. Sam Smith, well, of course. Samantha Smith, who plays Mary Winchester, said that what she's doing is she doesn't have a clue. It's so top secret. Like, she has absolutely no idea for next season. So, interesting. I wonder, I wonder if Jensen knew, you know? Like maybe you knew to a point, but let's hide, let's hide Mary from everyone, <laughs> you know, including the lead of the show, <laughs> just to get a, 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 you know, a genuine reaction at least the first time. <laughs> and I hope that I'm, I'm betting he knew. I yeah, bet he knew. Think? I mm. bet he did. Well, they made a they did a great job of keeping keeping her secret from the rest of us, <laughs> and um, I same thing with Osric. I do know <laughs> they're doing a good job. Oh yeah, the Osric thing I don't think anybody knew, but I do. I did read on Twitter and things that some people did know about the Samantha Smith twist, and apparently, uh-huh. um, some people who were got to see filming whenever they were filming around that mm-hmm. time saw her. They saw her walking. Yeah. So some people did know that she was in the episode. Hmm. Okay. Well, does it make it any less cool? I sure didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I I sure didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Good to say, I thought it was great. I, I saw some people talking. So if this is Mary from, like, you know, before she died or when she died or whatever, she would actually be younger than Sam and Dean right now. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Mary, like, if, if she'd lived, she'd be in her early 60s. She was born in 1954. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Yeah. One scene that's... that I. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to bring up uh, a scene that I absolutely hated. <laughs> So, go for it. a good scene to talk about. Let's go with that. <laughs> I do not. I was just going to reiterate how much I did not like most of the episodes. So go ahead. <laughs> so, the scene I didn't just feel mad, but I hated it. Um, 
the it was the Dean and Cass beer run and conversation in the car. And then and yeah, that's another thing. Beer run really, you know, God's dying, the sun's dying, and they're off for a beer run. Okay. And I I do not know who that man was, but he was not Dean Winchester driving the car or something was wrong with Dean or he really was just that drunk. I have no idea, but I'm like, where did that dialogue come from? Uh, Cass said he was stupid to like to let Lucifer in, and I'm like, yes, 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 you were. And Dean said, no, you were right to let Lucifer in. Me and Sam wouldn't have done that. I'm like, who are you? What are you thinking? Uh, um, Sam's done it before. Sam was terrified, and he was willing to do it again. Dean was so angry, he wasn't going to let him. He he told him how stupid it was, but all of a sudden, yep, it's okay. You know, you were right to let him in. We wouldn't have done that. I'm like, nope. I don't know where that thing came from, but it was wrong. And then he says Lucifer was their best shot. Uh, that's not what you were saying before. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, you stepped what? up. Well, and then he said, Cass. Cass said he was trying to help. And then Dean's like, you do help. Me and Sam, you know, we have a lot going on, and we kind of forget about everyone else. I'm like, you're always thinking about everybody else. You're always rescuing people. You're always thinking about things. Where did that come from? And then he says, Cash, you're always there. I'm like, well, you know, except when he thinks he's God or he's, you know, full of leviathans or all these other crazy things he's done. But, you know, I guess it was kind of nice of Dean to say, you're the best friend we've ever had. Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't that Bobby? And well, I don't, yeah, when I he, looked, I was like, so I Bobby's like father Bobby. figure. Yeah, no, he's father yeah. figure. I know, but so okay. And then he says, "You're our brother, Cass." Okay. Which he's told him he that a million try. times before. He's told him that a million times. So I don't know why they were acting like it was brand new information. He's told Castiel he's a brother a thousand so, times. I guess he needs to hear it again after being possessed by Lucifer all this time. Maybe. Uh, Maybe somebody's not listening, and they just need to keep hearing it. Um, what I did like about that scene was it was a daytime hmm. driving scene. Mm-hmm. I like that it was a daytime oh. driving scene because, you know, we don't get many of those. You know, most of the time it's nighttime because that way we can't really tell that they're not actually driving. You know, they're actually just in the studio and pretending like they're mm-hmm. driving. Um, but I, I – we yeah. You know, we in the first couple seasons, you know, we got way more daytime driving scenes. So, and we mm-hmm. so very rarely get them. So, I did enjoy a daytime driving scene. You know, that was supposed to be a really sort of meaningful, emotional conversation, and all you got out of it was that it was a daytime driving. Scene. Yeah, I loved. I hey, I found something good about it. <laughs> that is so funny. And, and, yeah, I just hated most of it. The only thing I actually enjoyed was watching Dean drive in it. Like like you said, I could actually see him doing the driving. You know, he's kind of leaning back, one hand, spinning the wheel. I'm like, that's so Dean and his baby. I loved that part of it. 
Um, and you saying daytime driving scenes, Baby, the episode Baby by Robbie Thompson had quite a few daytime yes. driving scenes in it, and they were gorgeous. I think that's the, that's the um, only other episode this year that we've had daytime driving scenes in. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I hated that thing. Um, I'm looking at my notes. If there's anything else. Wow. Sure. Okay. Oh. You know, I mentioned it before the podcast, but it made me laugh that all the Campbell cousins on Tony's family tree board were headlines through them, deceased, 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 deceased. And then you pointed out that Dean had killed all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, almost I know, all funny. Them, but yeah, he, 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 he killed yep. most of them. Um, mm. We mentioned this before the podcast. I wanted to bring it up. You know how we've talked about how Billy's been around this season, but we can't mm. figure out what the point to her. You know why? Why Billy? There's not really any point to her, and even though we love her, I love the character. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. the actress. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Uh, she has a great singing voice. I love her, but I really don't know why they brought her onto the onto the show. What the point for her character was? And mm-hmm. we've been saying, you know, since Dean killed Death last year, and there haven't really been any repercussions, which. Uh, mm. Get me started, um, but you know it was hinted at in the very first episode of the year with her singing the O Death song, which was the song that it was playing when the first time we ever saw Julian Richings' death. They were playing the O Death mm. song, and then so there's Billy singing it. I took it to mean that she was the new death, even though they never said it the rest of the season. Just mm-hmm. she's a reaper, just your basic reaper. But then in this episode, she specifically says, in about an hour, I'll be reaping God. And the mm-hmm. only other person that we've ever heard say that was Death, that he, you know, he specifically told Dean that he would probably be the one who reaps God. And to me, I just really wonder if that was just another hint that Billy is the new Death. Mm-hmm. Could be, and she's still not much fonder of Sam and Dean. I mean, she put that aside in this episode to help them gather enough souls to take care of darkness, which was necessary. When Dean says, see you around after she leaves, she goes, oh, yeah, you will. So she has not not forgotten that she feels like the next time they die, they're not coming back. I wonder, Sam must have been thinking that, too, probably when Dean died, knowing that he was... Billy, Billy would be there to reap him, and that would be the end. Now, I have, a, I have a question. Now, she comes to help them gather souls, and she says she raided the veil, so all those souls were brought into the tinfoil rock. <laughs> what, where, where did, I know where the souls came from. Whose souls are they? Are they people... I mean, they're all people's souls. What happened to them? Were they, if the bomb had gone off, would they have been used up? Were these people, these are yeah. their souls, their essence. Would they have been gone forever? I mean, would Bobby's in heaven, but, you know, there are families and friends and loved ones and how many wonderful, worthwhile souls were in the veil and were they going to 
explode or was it just that their energy was going to be used? Would they be gone? Would they go to heaven after that? I was I was kind of disturbed to think that they were so willing without even discussing that what would happen to these souls, these souls, um, and, and, you know, the Waverly Hills Sanitarium souls, they gained their ghosts with baggage. Well, they haven't been able to move on, and they're probably eventual spirits by then, so maybe something like this would actually give them some peace. But Billy raided the veil. I don't think she should have done that, you know. That's part of her duty, you know. That's part yeah. of her duty as a reaper. Yeah, I had a whole lot of problems with that because, yeah, it's people, you know. For all we know, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin just got taken out of the veil and moved mm-hmm. to heaven a couple weeks ago, you know. So mm-hmm. if Kevin, if God hadn't taken Kevin out, he would have been one of them. And yes. for all we know, mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie could be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, she, right. she, you know, she died after Kevin. And so mm-hmm. she, if Kevin was still in the veil, you would think Charlie would be. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, are, do they, you know, if they're used in the bomb or wherever, would they not go to heaven? What, what would happen to them? And then now that God did whatever he did to Dean to, so he doesn't have the bomb there, what happened to them? You know, did he release, you know, we didn't see a bunch of light go out of Dean's chest, you know, where the souls were being mm-hmm. released. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. But, yeah, if he'd actually had to do that bomb, where, you know, the souls, would they have all been destroyed? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, something like that should have been discussed. And then when, you know, Dean decides to be the bomb, Sam would have protested more. He would have been angrier and hauled him off to talk about it, and he didn't. I mean, I I mean, he may have come to not be okay with it, but just till he thought of something better to go with it and still could have had, you know, the, the farewell scene you know, that was so beautifully done. But, yeah, I I would have thought he'd been angrier and more protesting. Again, this is another episode where I thought too many other characters and not enough Sam and Dean. This is a finale. It's supposed to be all about them. And it's like, end and Dean going off to be the bomb. Where was the line from Sam that Dean had in Swan Song? You know, gonna I'm not going to let my brother die alone, you know? Why wasn't he there? Why couldn't I, he have at least tried to go? That's just one of the many problems that I had with this episode. Mm. Yeah, not enough Sam and Dean. Not enough Sam and Dean. Too many extra characters, and obviously because most of them sat around and did nothing. So, yep. I mean... I mean, these were I, fantastic characters that they had. I mean... You got Sam, you got Dean, you got God, you got Crowley, you got Rowena, you know, you got Billy, all in the same room. And it's the most boring episode ever. I mean, come on. (laughs) I mean, those are such great characters. You got, there had to be something that they could do to have Mm -hmm. a, a more exciting finale. I mean, 
it, it, it just, I can't even comprehend that they would think that this yeah. would be a good finale. I mean, there had to mm-hmm. be a more exciting way to deal with Amara than this. I mean, mm. uh, it just, uh, I just can't, I mean, uh, she was, I, I just, I just, I just get so upset <laughs> when I think about how boring it was. It was the lamest, mm. so lame. Mm. And I'm saying this, and I'm not saying this to be a hater or, you know, mm-hmm. if you hate the show so much, why do you watch it? I don't hate the show. I loved 21 out of 23 episodes this season. And it, it's just, it, it, the Amara was built up. The Amara storyline was built up so huge. And then mm-hmm. just to have her have a little talk with her brother and everything's okay. Oh, there they go. Bye. <laughs> you know, ending is just, it's just a cop out and it was cheap. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just don't like it. Yeah. And, you know, well, God, they're gone. Yeah, well, God's gone again. So, you know, at least he's off somewhere. And, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, last season, with everybody working together, sort of, I mean, you know, Rowena's chained up and Sam's making her figure out what to do about Dean and the Mark of Cain. And then Crowley's bringing in, you know, uh, um, the one guy she loved and she ends up killing him anyway. It was much more exciting and I thought much more appropriate and worthy of their characters. Um, and and speaking of Rowena and Crowley, where are they? At the end of the episode, did everybody just wave goodbye? Yeah. But to Crowley can't really go back to hell. I guess he could and try and take over, but they laughed him out the door last time. And Rowena, this, this big powerful witch, and Sam... Just didn't care. Just let them both go. <laughs> no. Yeah. And they were all working yeah. together. Ay, ay. I, I hope. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about how this whole season was so great, and if Andrew Dab was show running back then like we mostly thought because Jeremy Carver was probably working on his other show we thought this is great but now I don't know what to think after these last couple episodes I mean the last time an episode I just loved was was um, Don't Call Me Shirley and the amulet came back and that's another thing another episode no discussion of the amulet so I mean what happened? Who 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 is involved that made these decisions? You know, um, are these last two episodes the reason why we have co-showrunners next season? Is that why Robert Singer is actually back? Um, and this was the episode where Jared Jensen and Misha got on the phone with the writers for an hour, and I don't even want to think about what yeah, this episode like- was like before they what got. What was it like before? Um, Scrap Tyler on Twitter um, she mentioned they couldn't kill God and you couldn't have light without dark so they had to go out peacefully which yeah I totally get that but they they could have not gone out peacefully 
I would, like we've been mentioning mm-hmm. on the podcast, I would love a post-apocalyptic season. I would love mm-hmm. that. There's so many different things you could do. You could time travel, you know, you know, have, um, mm-hmm. you know, God send them back before Amara or, you know, there, there's, there's so, I, I mean, that's just two, two ideas within 10 seconds that I came up with that were more exciting mm-hmm than a brother and his sister having a conversation. I mean, mm. And if you're going to have family be the answer, you want it like swan song, you know, where, you yes. know, Sam and Dean chose yes. family over everything else. Um, you want it where in sacrifice, when Sam's trying to close the gates of hell and then Dean talks him out of it because they're family. But that was so... Yes amazing and traumatic and you know and full of emotion and everything it's 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 where metatron kills dean and sam comes and finds him you know that's the if it's got to be family that's the family aspect to, to do so and um uh, what else and oh, there was one real quick go ahead the, mm-hmm. real quick the scott tyler um I love her. I follow her on Twitter. I met her mm-hmm. at Nashville Convention. She's awesome. She's a great person, and I love her to death. So I wasn't being, I wasn't not agreeing with, you know, I wasn't trying to say anything mean to, to uh-huh. her. So if you're leaving, so I'm sorry if that came off mean. I didn't mean anything mean. I love you. Um, I'm just saying <laughs> that I totally get what you what she meant, and I get what the writers are saying, you know, but there were other ways they could have done it, I think, you know. Okay, go out mm-hmm. peacefully. Fine. I'm not a writer. I am famously not a writer. <laughs> I, I make lists. I don't write things. And mm-hmm. they would have, they, they're surely to goodness, as creative people, there was something more interesting that they, some more interesting way they could have gone out peacefully. I don't, I, ah, you know, it's just, it's a TV show. You know, again, I say, mm-hmm. I've said this a million times. In real life, that would have been great. You know, if if mm-hmm. you know, if yes. for some reason God and his sister was in real life, you know, which I know is huge <laughs> and kind of laughable. But if we're saying somehow or another that was real life, yeah, that would be the perfect way. Nobody hurt. Everybody's fine. You know, perfect ending. But I don't watch the show for realistic things i watch this show mm-hmm. it's a genre show i expect wild sci-fi horror things and it was boring it, was, mm. it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a cool fictional sci-fi genre horror ending it was mm-hmm. just boring yeah um one other i had to mention this when we were talking about billy and I thought it was pretty cool. I don't. I wonder if it was in the script or if something they decided to do. But I loved the interesting looks between Billy and Crowley. You know, and he had like yeah, a little smile yeah. on his face, like hmm. You know, they had a little thing going there. I like that. We'll and see. we do know that you know because we we mentioned it back, and I can't remember which episode it was, but there was one where. Um, she was guarding a door and Dean had to um, give her the password to let her, you know, come into a right. room. Uh, um, I think it was the one where they were going to hell 
or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was that one. And um, so Crowley knew, you know, Billy obviously knew Crowley then, and we were wondering then, what's mm-hmm. up? Why Billy? You know, and so then the little nods that they had in this episode, and I did like Ramo, uh, Rowena. I called her Ramona. Rowena um, <laughs> looking like, you know, wondering, kind of like actually worried a little bit. Why is Crowley, you know, what's up with that? I did like that they showed her kind of worried about it because mm-hmm. that's the first, and whether it was a motherly worrying, I don't know, but it was the first, to me, it felt like the first time we ever saw her worrying about Crowley as a mother. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe that's where they're going with Billy. Maybe that's the whole point of Billy. Is it's maybe mm-hmm. next year there's going to be a, have a Billy and Crowley are going to have some kind of storyline. That would be interesting. Mm. Yeah. And there's no, there's not even a breath of a hint of a big bad for next season. Mm-mm. Which I like gone, that tied up. I do, too, because we were just talking about how it needs to be personal, and the big bads have gotten so ridiculously big and bad. Where are you going to go after God in the darkness? Um, Maybe they realize that, too. And it's certainly personal with Mary. Um, We'll see. I mean, if someone... Is she, has she upset the balance? She's come back to life. Is Billy going to go after Mom? Will Mom want to try and read Mary back again? Because it's not right. But, you know, she doesn't like it when you come back from the dead. She's told Sam and Dean that, you know. So, And to me, the biggest question is if we have Mom, if Jeffrey Dean Morgan's not busy, yep. Yes. <laughs> Can we get Could we have for that? <laughs> yes, please. It's like, yeah, I know he's, you know, he's on Walking Dead now. It's oh, love, love, love Walking Dead. But mm. that show has the has wild filming schedules. You know, they're filming now. Mm-hmm. You know, for right. the fall season, and so you know, if he doesn't have something else booked, you know, which I know he's very busy. He's a, very popular, mm. very busy actor. Can he get a few days off there and do an episode, come back? And Oh, my God, can you imagine having John and Mary and Sam and Dean all back together for a little bit? That Oh, my God, I can't even imagine. Cause I, I was at, and I, yes. know I tend to ramble. I tend to ramble, so I apologize. Um, <laughs> but a couple of years ago at the Vegas Con, when Jeffrey Dean Morgan was there, and he came out on stage, and Samantha Smith was on stage, and then Jared and Jensen were on stage. And I sat there bawling in the crowd mm-hmm. watching it because we haven't seen Sam, Dean, John, and Mary, even though I know it was the actors. It wasn't, you know, they weren't up there in their characters. It was the actors. But we haven't seen them together ever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we haven't seen Sam, Dean, John, and Mary together since the pilot. And it, it was just so emotional. Just to, it, it was it was one of my favorite supernatural moments ever. Was seeing them together on stage. It, it was just such an emotional moment. And I can't imagine what it would be like to see that in an episode. I mean, if I mm. fell apart watching the actors all together, I can't mm-hmm. imagine how much I would fall apart seeing the characters all together. 
Well, I, I I wasn't at that convention, but I saw the pictures and the videos, and same thing. I think the first time I saw them all together on stage, I just burst into tears because it was like I'm like, oh my god, it's mom and dad, <laughs> you know, and, yes. and Sam and Dean, and I was just it was unbelievable. And you're right to have them all together in an episode now, twelve years later, and I mean after everything they've been through everything we've been through as fans everything that has happened to have them together again even if it's just to have john like like mary go back to heaven and have john meet her there you know and and the boys see it i you know have him come take her back to heaven you know and if they're in heaven together isn't he going to be wondering where she is Mm mm-hmm you know. Creation really, I know. I, I I still can't yeah. believe Creation didn't sell a Winchester family photo op for that convention. Mm-hmm. I I would have gladly paid five hundred dollars, you know, for a photo yeah. op with John, Mary, <laughs> Sam, and Dean. I mean, Creation missed out on a gold mine right there, not having that photo op. Oh, I know. I and and having them all there. I mean, I'm sure, like you said, fans would, would have paid anything, pretty much anything, to to have yeah, that photograph. Yeah. I it's possible that they requested it, and maybe the actors they couldn't do logistics or something. Who knows? But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that is a that's just a given, you know. Um. I like the way Dean said, how are we supposed to fix the friggin' sun? It just and made me laugh. Again, just of it. We, hmm? all I could think about was season four of Angel when, you know, <laughs> the beast knocked out the sun. I'm like, you know, this happened on Angel in season four, and it was way more exciting then. Because <laughs> you know, really, you could not even tell. To me, it just looked like it was getting evening time. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. notice that there was any problems with the sun. I was like, what? what? Mm-hmm. What's the matter? It just looks like it's like 6 o'clock in the evening. I don't understand what the problem is. And all I could think about was how Angel did it so much better. Yeah. Yep. Checking my notes. Oh, one thing, another funny thing, um, and Sam and Dean are at Waverly Hills, and they're doing the spell to gather the souls, and they have to call out the magic word. Actually, two funny things, because you get Dean imitating Rowena and her Scottish accent, which was more Irish than Scottish when Dean was doing it. <laughs> I like the way Sam looked at him, like, what What the hell is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> and, then, and then when they're doing the spell, and they have to say the magic word to bring all the souls in and tie it up, the magic word is haggis, <laughs> which is okay, that I couldn't horrible, tell horrible Scottish me. dish. Hmm? Sounded to me like pious, so I couldn't no, tell what, what the magic word was supposed to be. Okay, I'm glad to know, because I was like, surely it's not pious. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> no, haggis, <laughs> which I, I've i never had and never will. But I, I have a couple friends who've tried haggis, and, and I'm sorry if you're Scottish, and, and I know it's like, you know, the national dish in Scotland. 
my apologies to you. Welcome to all of it, but no. <laughs> no thank you for me. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> all the nope <laughs> on Agus. Um Okay. Um, I'm looking. Oh, when they finally come up with a plan. That was mighty convenient that God finally said, oh, by the way, there is a weakness to Amara. And I, I again, Crowley is me. He's like, so now he tells us. <laughs> so, kind of felt that way. But they're telling right. uh, uh but they're but they're telling Dean they're telling Dean and Cass all about it. We figured out this thing and a bomb and blah blah blah. And Sam's so excited. He says we have a plan B. <laughs> He's so excited and happy. <laughs> it, he looks so cute. Made me happy. He was so wonderful in this episode. He took basically nothing and made it into something. So that's that's my boy. I wonder if there were any scenes in this episode that were filmed and then cut like there was last week, which is upsetting. I'm not sure I want to know because it may just upset me even more. Right. Mm. Oh, this is, a, this is a question. I wonder what God thought of Rowena doing magic and she is a pagan and I God's pretty this particular incarnation of God is pretty pretty serene with these things but it's interesting because religion that kind of religion and magic don't mix you know I mean there are some that that you know can't even read Harry Potter <laughs> you know, a fictional book about magic. <laughs> and I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that, that to resolve this issue with God and God's sister, they use magic. They use a spell. So I like that they, they made this God very, you know, the God, he they made it him pretty much like I would like my God to mm-hmm. be. You know, op- yep. open-minded to everything, and mm-hmm. you know he's had he's had girlfriends, he's had boyfriends. You know, he's you know fine with magic. Um, yeah, Rowena's done bad stuff before, but as he said, she's being nice now, and now is pretty much all we have. And you mm-hmm. know, it, it it's pretty much the way I want my God to be. You know? mm-hmm. As long as yep. you're a you know you're a good person, you know you're doing good things. God's fine with you. It doesn't matter who you love, mm-hmm. what you know, what you did in the past. As long as right now you're a good person, and mm-hmm. so I do. I do like that they made Chuck that way. Mm-hmm. I do too. Very much. Though Dean was going to be the sacrifice, which works in both magic. And religion. So, but yeah, definitely the kind of God that I think I would hope God would be, like you said, 
understanding, accepting, forgiving, open-minded, all of that. Not Dean saying when he was talking about Sam and family, I need him, he needs me. I know they've said that before, but I always like to hear it. I love brother stuff. The name of the bar was funny. The Lazy Shag. <laughs> um, I forget who it was that tweeted. Maybe it was Jerry Wanick. Somebody that was that was an a- actual name of a bar in New Zealand, maybe or somewhere. It was mm. a, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Oh, and there was one one directing shot. I just really liked it. Um, it's when the sun is coming back, and they're in that bar. And there's the the pool table and the ball and the, the eight ball on the pool table in the shadow of the ball. I just thought it was a really cool shot. No mm-hmm. deep meaning yeah, to it. Good. I just thought it was a it was just a really beautiful scene. Telling Dean, you know, Dean says, "Well, how how will how will we be?" And when Chuck and Mamara are about to go off, and he says, "You know." You know, don't don't worry. Earth will be fine. It's got you and Sam. Yeah. Something like a little pressure there, God. <laughs> but, yeah. Right. I, I, I was wondering if that was supposed to be like an official statement. Is he saying that, mm. you know, they're officially in charge now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is, he is, they are God's heroes, you know. They're the they were chosen to be the vessels, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't say at least the angels were consistent because uh, they didn't want to help cast. They weren't giving up any souls and they locked up and were going to die with dignity. So, yeah, that sounds like this version of angels. <laughs> yeah. At least they're consistent. Anything else about this episode? I mean, if you're that bored... And I was uh, kind of bored, kind of annoyed, and did like some things. Hmm? Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't think of anything else to talk about. I think we've covered it all. Wow. And there's still 40 minutes left in our live, uh, our live recording of our podcast, and that's highly unusual for a theory of, whoa, that was Freudian book. Season finale. Whoa, watch it there. Watch it there. I know. <laughs> well, we know it's not true because season 12 will be. Actually, season 12 is being written as we speak because I think Jim Michaels mentioned mm-hmm. that uh, the writers were starting to work. We're already working. So let's hope they're writing well, you guys. Remember, it's all about Sam and Dean, all about the brothers, all about their family. Go away with all the extra characters and crap. Um, hmm. I mean, I I noticed we had a couple little calls pop up, but before I could do anything, they hung up. Um, Is there anyone out there who happens to have any questions? (laughs) We have a phone number. (laughs) Yep, 347-205-9801. 
Here's a couple minutes. We don't have any callers. We'll, we'll oh, yeah. Does. Is there any news? Any news? Any announcements about Supernatural? The, the guys are out and about and having fun. They think everybody seems to be doing well. Got through their Europe conventions okay. There's going to be a creation con in Phoenix. So we'll... Um, I hope they actually get questions about the finale because I'd like to hear what they have to say about yes. it. Mm. I'd like to hear more about how they feel about um, all the all the changes behind the scenes, all the writers leaving, mm-hmm. the new writers, um, the new showrunners. Right. I know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was telling that Jared didn't really have anything to say about the finale. He tweeted a few things, but it was nothing big. And um, Jensen didn't tweet anything when the finale was coming on um, at all, (laughs) I don't think. So hmm. anyway, um, we got a caller. (laughs) Yay! Somebody's, uh, Somebody's calling in. Hello, you're on the air. Just the radio. Hello? Oh, goodbye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come back. I'll wait a second see if they call back. And if not, oh, well. So, oh, they call oh, back. Okay. Oh, good. Quick. <laughs> Hello, caller. Are you there? You're on the air. Hello? Did you have a question about the finale? Did you have a comment? Maybe you're just listening? I don't know. Maybe they're ha- maybe they've got it they've accidentally muted. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Sorry. Thanks for trying, caller. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, before before we end the podcast, I will say mm-hmm. that overall this season is <clears throat> fantastic. I loved it mm. so much better than the last two seasons. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that it had such a weak finale, but like I said, the last two minutes were fantastic and had me very mm-hmm. excited for next season. So mm-hmm. I have to give this whole—I'll give this season eleven an eight out of ten. It would have gotten uh, a nine or ten out of ten if the finale was much better. Mm-hmm. But I will give it an yep. eight out of ten. I agree, and I say I said for the most part, like we saw in the road so far, the season just episodes had to do with Sam and Dean and being hunters and brothers and all that and not all the extra crazy um, stuff. And I hopefully, hopefully the writers are tapping away on their computers or however they write. And hello? that's what they're talking about. Oh, hello. Hey. Oh, hi. <laughs> How are you? Um, yeah, cool. Okay. Um, oh, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you now. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, it, it was a quiet episode. I probably liked it better than you. And I was looking around, you know, Twitter. Some people really hated it. 
and some people liked it, so it was sort of mixed. Um, it was different, you know. Around this time, you know, they their finale is so late that by this time I have finale fatigue, and I didn't. I'm just tired of all the murder and mayhem on all the other shows. So I kind of like that it was quieter. But, um, it's not an end about the Men of Letters that I'm really glad that they're going to be doing that next year because I, I kept thinking they should, you know, need another chapter or something about the Men of Letters, and that would be really interesting. So, you know, learn more about the heritage and, you know, what else. But you know what I was also thinking? They live in this place, and they're really not supposed to be living there. And you wonder if they're going to get kicked out by the old men. That's a good so, question. I hadn't thought about that. But you know what? If they do, I'm totally fine with it. I'm totally mm-hmm. fine with them getting kicked out now because it's not the safe place that it was before. You know, we've had God yep. and Lucifer and Reapers and, you know, all kinds of bad guys in there. So I'm totally fine with them getting kicked out. Burn it. Yeah, everyone just walks in there. <laughs> you know, like the door yeah. Open. yeah. And it's like a sound has tea. Now. Yeah, it's a sound has tea. That's just ridiculous. That is not what it is meant to be. So, out. And you know what? Dean can't even wear his bathrobe anymore. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Somebody may be popping in. <laughs> you know. So, no. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll still see what happens, but it's nice when they're walking around just in their own home. But, mm-hmm. you know, it should be different next year. They might be working for those people. But mm-hmm. they'll, they'll turn out to be a lot smarter. And, and they have God's approval. You know, God gave his stand to them. So. Right, right. So, that's about all. Looking forward to next year. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah, okay. We are too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any other questions or comments? Oh, she's gone. Oh, nope. Thanks for calling. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> and real quick okay. before we go, I do want to mention that I do love that they didn't put Samantha Smith's name in the opening credits. I love mm. that, you know, that they saved to the end yes. social appearance by Samantha Smith. And because it's there's nothing worse than seeing a surprise guest's name in the opening credits, like, ah, they're in this mm. episode, ah, you know. And yeah. So I, I, I love that. that they did that. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love that about it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think, I'm like you, the last couple of minutes um, seemed really great and interesting and definitely has some possibilities, some wonderful possibilities for next season. So let's hope things follow there. Hopefully they're getting back to a personal story, especially with Mary being there. Hope they don't waste her. I don't hope they don't waste her appearance. And, and I send all, all good vibes to the new writers (laughs) that they're, you know, doing their due diligence and watching episodes and, and talking everything out, and I wish them I wish them the best. So, and I wish the best to the crew that's still there, <laughs> you know, uh, that have been there for a long time. And uh, we wish them the best too. So, 
hope they all have a great summer. Rest, relax, recharge, because uh, they'll be gearing up to go back to work before you know it. It's June 1st this week, and they'll be coming back in July. Yeah. I believe some yeah. earlier than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Jensen will direct this season, which means, of course, he'll be back a little bit earlier if he does decide to do that. But we don't know yet. Uh, maybe somebody will ask at the convention. They, if we don't know, know by then, maybe they'll ask. Um, I guess that's it. Um, yes, I agree with Becky. Overall, this has been an absolute kick-ass season um, until <laughs> till the end. <laughs> um, it was kind of, hmm. But um, right to episode 20 was amazing. And we have hope for next season. We wish everybody the best. We thank our listeners all season long for tuning into our podcast and tweeting us questions and having comments and downloading. We love it. We really appreciate it. Uh, we have fun, too. Uh, this is the final podcast of season 11, and we'll see you probably sometime in October for the first uh, episode of season 12. Uh, Becky, you got any Last words, thoughts, etc. Thanks to everybody who tune in. We really, like Susan said, we really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, we won't be back until season 12 starts unless for some reason we decide, you know, we have done, um, that was mm-hmm. in This Is Now, a podcast before. So you mm-hmm. never know. Susan and I may get in the mood and decide to talk about an old episode. Or we may even, sometimes we get special guests during the summertime. That's how we had... Samantha Smith on our podcast once was in the summer. So, um, you know, during the summer we may do new podcasts. And if you haven't listened to all of our previous podcasts, check them out. You can go to our website, winchesterbros.com. Up at the top you'll see where it says Winchester Radio Podcast. Click on that, and it will give you a comprehensive list of every single podcast we've ever done. We've had fantastic guests. We've had Jensen, Misha, Jim Beaver, Samantha Smith, uh, you know, just Felicia Day, Osric Chow, so many fantastic guests. So check it out mm-hmm. and listen to some of our past podcasts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely something to help you get through the summer hiatus. Um, and, of course, uh, for all other, for all and any supernatural news about anybody, com. Follow us on Twitter at Winchester Bros and Facebook, WinchesterBros.com. Um, I think that's it. Shall we have the boys play us out one last time for this season? Let's go for it. Thanks, everybody, for right. listening. Thank you. Bye. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.